Hello and welcome to Arrest All the Knicks. My name is Ben Tallon. This is the Creative Innovation Podcast. Welcome everyone. Thank you for listening. How are you doing? Good to have you on board as ever. I hope you're having all nice creative weeks and getting up to something exciting. Um, quick follow on from the last episode uh, with GF Smith. So thank you to the lovely Jane Crowther for everyone who listened and all the feedback. It was a great response. A very popular show talking print tactile and graphic design and lots of other things all to do with the world of paper. So uh, very good episode. Thanks for everyone involved. But we're following up pretty quick because it's World Mental Health Day. So we're going to get into that again. It's a it's a common topic on this show. It's a common thread in the arts. Um, it's come up quite a lot recently on episodes. Introspective brains often equals double-edged sword. Uh, it can go one way or the other for a lot of us, as you'll all be familiar with. Um, we'll get into that shortly, but thank you quickly to the sponsors who support the show and keep it free for you guys every other week used to be every week got a bit intense people couldn't keep up so here we are every other week um illustrationweb.com what wonderful illustration agency going very broad right across that concept so live lettering fashion uh fashion design fashion illustration Animation, GIFs, large-scale, live, all going on. Customising clothes, done a few of those gigs recently. So they're, they're, they're very broad, they're global, they're a great company who care about the arts and support it very well. They've supported this show since the very beginning. I, I owe them a lot. We've got Laura Green and new signing to the roster coming up very soon with a lovely psychedelic contemporary 60s referenced style of illustration. So look forward to that one. And thank you to them for the ongoing support heartinternet.co.uk um, they give us a digital tip every episode they're a fantastic tech company doing all sorts of work right across domain names hosting urls um, social media advice seo advice they're they're a, they're a they're an interesting creative company in their own nature and there's lots of cool video tutorials out there to help you get those Google rankings sorted out, represented properly on the web, uh, and they provide us with a little digital tip every episode. And today's guests, we are Willow, uh, an art come music collective. I hope I've described them right, apologies if I haven't, but you can go and do your own work and check them out. They're a great bunch of people, and they've got a good presence Online, but it's a very multifaceted, multidisciplinary uh, collective of people, and we're going to talk today about how they let that be fluid and they don't want to push it in any one particular direction, whether that be commercial, whether that be charity. They just let it live and, and they plug in and they bring in collaborators and, and they let it breathe and, and be what it will be at any given point. And I think that's a really interesting tip in terms of merging your online presence your physical presence, the marketing stuff, meeting people face-to-face, getting on the phone. I think it's really good to stay on your toes in that respect and to just consider each project as it comes. What are you trying to achieve? Who are you trying to get to? Who would you like to work for? What are you passionate about right now? And I think it's good to take into consideration people types and characters. Some people are more comfortable behind a keyboard because they're introverts or... Uh, for some people, the idea of getting on the phone is terrifying. I can certainly testify to that when I was starting out as a freelancer. Um, and I guess the point I'm trying to make is just to be honest about character and, and consider the perp- you know the relationship with the people that, that, that you're actually going to be dealing with and think about the best method for that. So there's your tech tip if it comes under that banner from heartinternet.co.uk. Quick thank you to regular show supporters, the Association of Illustrators. They're doing lots of events around the country at the moment, lots of meetup groups starting now in, uh, in areas. They've got... Uh, Pip, I believe it's called, starting in Bristol, so go and have a look. Local illustrators getting that going on, so exciting times over at the AOI. Uh, go and have a look. Well, well worth joining. Great bunch of people doing lots of great work to pres- you know, 
preserve and uh, prosper the illustration industry, if that's even a sentence. <laughs> I'm quite tired this morning. Long trip to London yesterday. I was talking at Kingston University, which was very exciting, with um, Radim Melanich, brand new, who was on the show just three episodes ago as we speak. Great guy. Go and check out his book, uh, Book of Ideas, Volume 2. It's well worth a purchase. It's inspiring stuff. He's an inspiring guy. He's full of energy. So I'm knackered. Uh, I, kind of dra- I get drained from these days doing talks. Anyone else who does public speaking, I'm sure, will agree. So if I'm a bit stammery and a bit ermy today, I, I do apologise. <laughs> but thank you for listening. A uh, big episode coming up today is World Mental Health Day on the 10th of October. And I was at the breakfast meeting where, run by Jane Crowther and Peggy. I don't think I know Peggy's surname, that's bad. But anyway, great bunch of people in Manchester running a good social creative industries meetup every month. And I went along to that. I go along because they have interesting speakers uh, and people making announcements about projects and it triggers all kinds of collaborations. And Jane said she really wanted to introduce me to the guys at We Are Willow. And there's superb new projects, a different light, um, working in conjunction and collaboration with Mind Manchester, which is uh, actually an independent charity, which I didn't know is uh, separate from the, you know, the, the, the Mind space in London that we know about. They all function independently in their own right. Um, they're doing some fantastic work and basically they are a multidisciplinary arts collective collaborating on commercial and self-initiated projects for national and international audiences. That's from their bio run by Chris Butler and Darren Newman. It's a collaboration. Darren is a fantastic illustrator. Chris is a, a, a oh, he does a lot of things. He's an artist. He's a musician. He's Again, the fluidity is what characterises this project. But they're both wonderful guys. And they stood up and did a presentation early in the morning, which I think threw them off guard a little bit. And it was funny, it was ramble, it was all over the show. But it was them and it was great and I liked what they had to say and I liked the energy. So we talked afterwards and the very next day we met up in my studio and had a big conversation all about mental health, particularly male mental health for this issue. Uh, and we talked about the shades of grey. Um, I've got another episode coming up with Kevin House before long who's discussing well-being and happiness and a very down-to-earth approach to all managing the mind and, and, and getting the best out of you on any given day. So that's another great show coming up. But it was Kevin who referenced the shades of grey and how there's a tendency in mental health to go straight to the extreme. So you say those two words together, mental health. And I think the brain defaults to depression, suicide, a lot of the darker side of and the, you know the, the upper extreme of what that can be. But actually, as we're going to talk with Darren and Chris on this topic, I think we all suffer to a degree. And we came, we kind of came to our, our own opinion and conclusion that we all have it. It's a part of the human condition. We all have good days. We all have bad days. Some days we feel like shit. Sometimes we hate the world and the human race uh, and everything to do with it. I certainly do. I've got one of those existential brains. Uh, but I also wouldn't ever say that I've suffered depression. I'm pretty sure I would know if I had. And I put a lot of that down to artistic expression, and this is a topic that's come up again and again, and I think it's hugely valid. I think it's a great way to channel negative emotions, positive emotions, just a voice for us to say the things we want to say. So a few years back, I went and ran my own campaign with Calm, the campaign against living miserably, a fantastic charity. Check them out. They support uh, men and male mental health because the statistics are quite skewed. So it's three to one, I believe, the ratio of men who take their own lives to women. And a lot of it comes down to the bullshit masculinity and the, you know, the old adage of stiff up a lip, boys don't cry. Well, boys do cry. I've cried. Many people I know cry. Um, and it's good to get that shit out and it's good to have those conversations. But for a lot of people, and particularly the more tender souls, that's difficult. 
Um, face-to-face -face conversation can be very intimidating. There's not always the right time to do that. There's not often the opportunity to find the right setting, the right mood, the right ambience, and the dynamics of friendships are often very challenging, difficult. There's a lot of stigmas. There's you know there's the feeling that we should be having small talk, having beers, and the rest of it, but not actually getting things out there. And that's where we are with Low Coming, and that's what I tried to do with my campaign with Calm. So I was very fascinated to talk to someone else about their project and find out why, when, how. Um, and I'm not going to tell you that stuff now because that's why Chris and Darren joined me in the studio to talk all about that issue. So once again, it's a, it's a big episode. I'd like to get some feedback. I think this stuff should go way beyond um, an admittedly great day, such as World Mental Health Day. It's good to have kickstarts to get these conversations going, but I think it's absolutely pivotal as we come into these autumn and winter months when the streetlights come on at 4pm and it's a little gloomy and the rain's bouncing off the floor and there's dog shit hidden under the leaves and all that bad stuff. It's a time of season where people's moods can, can dip, and especially as we come into this absolute clusterfuck of a political nightmare that we're currently in, heading up to Brexit. I'll be the first to admit I shit myself on a daily basis thinking what if everything I've worked for crumbles and that's a very damning idea um, that that terrifies me you know and that has a ripple effect and it can poison your work it can knock my motivation it can make me sit there on the bus looking out the window as the rain dribbles down on the on the glass and dampen the mood and conversation is important so whatever the medium you know I, whether I draw I write I get on the phone, I laugh about something with a friend, and then we get onto the deeper stuff. Whatever it might be for you, whatever it is that suits your character, that makes it a little easier, I just think it's absolutely crucial for every human being to get things out of the mind, onto a page, into the air, you know? Um, so I could go on all day about this stuff. I feel very passionately about it because I grew up in a working-class town where not everyone had an outlet or the, the best start in life and, and the faculties to know where to where to go to do this stuff, you know? Not everyone had a youth club, not everyone had a sports club to go and join and get that kind of community spirit. Not everyone had parents who encouraged them to draw. And that can be quite dangerous when you bottle stuff up. So let's get into it. Let's talk to Darren Newman and Chris Butler and find out about the wonderful work they're doing, the album they've produced, which... I must say, it's absolutely wonderful. Um, it's brilliant. It's it's a download. There's a night going on at home on the 10th of October, which you really should get down to in Manchester. Four film screenings, I believe. Um, multimedia project. The album's full of spoken word. It's very frank. It's all created specifically for this project, dealing with the issue of mental health. It's funny. It's dark. It's honest. It's open. It's everything that it should be, and it's a great nucleus for everyone to gather around and connect and have these conversations so get down to the night buy a ticket go and see what they're up to and, and please do get the album it's absolutely brilliant not just for the cause but it's just a fantastically produced a wonderful album and i'm very happy to say that i was the very first person to listen to it including chris and darren how ridiculous is that so on the day of the podcast they sent me a download link I got the album uh, and I thought, oh yeah, you know, I'm the first punter to listen to it. But no, I'm actually the first person to listen to it before the artist themselves. So thank you so much for the trust um, and the kindness in making that possible. I had a great time listening to it. It really set me up nicely for the interview. And I hope it's one that you're going to enjoy. Uh, and I want feedback. Jump in the conversation, connect, go and see what they're doing, send me a drawing, write a poem, do something. Uh, and encourage a person in your life who may be struggling with tough times, who may be just a little quieter, to, to just pick up a pen. Don't know, go and shout into a microphone, whatever it is, just get creative. Uh, 
find something that gives you creative energy and a great buzz because it's one of the greatest feelings I have in my life. Uh, quickly again, thank you to sponsors illustrationweb.com, heartinternet.co.uk, the Association of Illustrators. Thank you to Jane Crowther and GF Smith for the fantastic last episode. Go back and listen to that. Um, we've got awesome shows coming up. But without further ado, here you go, Chris Butler, Darren Newman. Nice one. Thank you, guys. I don't know about you guys, but I struggle working from home with all the distractions. And... I've been at home for the past you know, well, eight, eight years now. Have you? Are you alright with it? Are you alright with it? It's okay. Not really. No. Are you alright with that? Do you make it work if you have to? Yeah. Really? I did it for about three or four years when I was in Manchester the first time. I'm alright with distractions, I can just crack on, do you know what I mean? But yeah. it's just the loneliness that. That's it, it, isn't it? You sometimes feel like you're living in your head a little bit, yeah, yeah. When, you're, uh, when you're doing that, yeah. I've got a space at the King's Arms. Have you? That I never get to. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, unless we've got to record, so I used, my background's art before music, so I, I, I had a full painting studio. Yeah. Then the more mute, we ended up using it as a rehearsal room. So it's like this, surrounded by work, but you'd have a PA in the middle. And yeah. it just filtered off. Yeah. And it was, it's, yeah. And now it's a full recording studio that you I. You recorded in there, didn't you? Did you record some bits in there for this? Yeah, yeah, but across the corridor inside oh, right. space. Uh, which they share the Dutch uncles, or they used to. Yeah. But yes, I wouldn't need to. Well, so would you balance between the two, the art and the music? Hence, we are willow. Yeah, that's the art sort of relates, yeah. I suppose, in some way, isn't it? It got to a point where I was sort of justifying that I was still an artist because I worked in art galleries. Yeah. Freelance, but it's like, yeah, but you're not actually producing any art. <laughs> but we were gigging all the time, and then we tried to use the artwork for the first releases before Darren was involved in it yeah it was alright but now it's that's why we all exist it's like visual mm-hmm. art and music yeah I've always I mean it's just such a beautiful crossover and it? it's just I mean, it for, me, for me as a kid it was just as important to get that artwork and all the oh, yeah. lyrics oh, yeah. as it was yeah. to the music you know yeah. that's why it's great that vinyl's had a bit of a resurgence because yeah. it's just what, what canvas totally. yeah just expensive to that's produce warm, <laughs> yeah that's very true yeah. it's getting cheaper though actually it's not too bad. Yeah. Mm. I guess if demand grows for it, it'll probably go down a little bit. You hope. Yeah, I mean, we chose not to, honest, just so that the charity could get more money, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. We would, we'd like to do a physical release, don't we? But Maybe next year. Yeah. Oh, have you listened to it? Fantastic. Yeah, I just yeah, said first I, 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 person. I didn't, I didn't quite get to the end just as you when you guys arrived then, but I'm, oh, honestly, the Jackie track blew me away. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely fantastic. Right, so no one's heard that album. That's yeah, not even Darren. I haven't even heard really? it. Really? <laughs> I, like, I love that. I heard it before the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't finished listening to it. Like, I was like, well, oh, I, need, I need to get out. I'm going to go meet. I'm like, quite privileged. That's a so and then I thought, if you don't fucking download it before we get it, it's going to be like, even worse. Like, not yeah, like, <laughs> I didn't bother. I haven't got time, Chris. Like, okay. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. I'm really, really quite impressed. It's, um, yeah, it's great. I mean, I love that. I always like that idea of an album supporting the cars, but you've, I mean, you've really built the whole thing around that cars. It's not like you've just handpicked some tracks that might work. No, you've, you've, you know, that's what's there. Is, is that the remixes on there as well? Everything holds right, right, track. Right, out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and the spoken word stuff. I haven't listened to all yet, <laughs> but it's all coming drips and drabs, and it's just like got the finished masters back last night. Yeah. But because I w- I've been at the cinema this morning, so Darren's been working on the packaging for the you know the release, and then I've been at the cinema hmm. sorting all the films out. I had, I listened to half the album, and then had to leave, 
and then I got back and we've had another meeting. So mm. I sent it to you and we haven't listened to it yet. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. literally the very first yeah. listen. That's that's quite the quite the first. No one no none of the remixes, no one's heard it. Like <laughs> That's yeah. fantastic. It's a bit weird actually. <laughs> <laughs> it is it's definitely different, don't yeah. you? Know that? <laughs> so well, what about backgrounds then? Where where I mean where you I always like to find out what people do where you create kids, did you where did it all start creatively for you two? Remember how we met? Should we talk about how we met? Yeah, well, we were kids when we met, though. Well, we didn't like each other. <laughs> well, you didn't like me. That's how it right. Yeah, all right then. <laughs> I said it when we, This is it's quite a good. Well, I'll keep it brief, but we met through a, a New Balance Shoes marketing campaign, wasn't it? Yeah, for the mountain. What was it? Japanese running shoes. Mountain shoes, yeah. And we'd both been selected as visual artists to be part of an exhibition, but also been commissioned, didn't we? There was four out of the 24 that had been yeah. commissioned. And I had to go to his old uh, design, studio. design studio, Funnel Creative. Yeah. And I thought he was the rudest man I'd ever met. <laughs> and uh, what was it? It was probably about six months later, I was sat in the pub talking to two mates, and I was like, Do you know, and I don't know why this even came up. We were talking about... Yeah, yeah, and we were talking about dickheads, and I was like, "Do you know what? I've been with anyone." And I was like, "But there's one person in Manchester I've met since I've lived here. So I've lived here now. I'm not from Manchester, from Stafford, but my dad's. I've ended up coming back up here. But I said, there's one person in Manchester that I think is a bit of a fucking dick. Do you know a guy called Darren? Is this guy just the one? Yeah, I was like, "There's this guy called Darren Newman," and the person I was with went, "Darren Newman, you say?" He's just doing my book for me at the moment. And I was like, oh, and the guy who, you, David McIntosh, who, whose book he was doing, Darren was doing, or designing, he's got to be the most, uh, well, he likes to get a rise out of people. So yeah. as soon as I said that, he went, I'm going to give him a bell now. And I'm like, you know, he was just, he's good at stirring the pot, but also bringing people together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we went, I remember going to Deeper Cushion and no, no one told me you were going to be there. And I got there and David went, Darren's here, Chris. And I went, oh, you fucking... And then he, came, he brought Darren over and went, right, apparently you two don't like each other. Sort it out and walked off. Fantastic. That's one way to do it. And that was 12 years ago. Yeah. Something. yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. I, I do like that. I like that kind of missing, missing of the mark with that, that first assumption when it turns out to yeah. be really wrong. And you I mean, unfortunately, I was pretty stressed. With you that were very stressed, but I had no idea any of that side so of this He was just saying, I need then. this to, and I was like, yeah. and everyone yeah. else was getting paid for it as well, and I was doing it all for now. Yeah, so I ended up running the gallery and getting started, paid. started to get me back up a little bit, the whole project. And I turned up like, hiya, I'm fresh to Manchester. <laughs> and like, apparently you want another one of the artists. And he just looked up from his desk and he had his Mac and everything and just went, what do you want, mate? Just like, <laughs> and one of yeah. his direct, the other director was like, I said, oh, is there any chance I can have a chair or anything? And I'm like being really, you know, just moved somewhere new, but really chipper and like yeah. skateboarded for the I was like, I'll drop all these flies off in the skate shop. And he went, he's literally like, yeah, give a fuck. <laughs> and I just walked out and went, ooh, that guy's a bit of a bellend. <laughs> and then heard the whole backstory a few years later yeah. and realised, yeah. Well, that's one way to bypass small talk and the rest of it, isn't it? You, you, I guess from that point on, there were no airs and graces. Yeah, um, heard his music and that, and then I set up the label to release his music. Yeah, yeah, it went from there, didn't it? That's, where, we, that's where We Are Willow was born from 
releasing your stuff originally. Under right? yeah, we had a duo called Butler Williams, so Chris Butler and Williams. Yeah. And my girlfriend at the time, Catherine, and there was a bunch of us who were doing well Catherine we called our called our stuff. It's quite good. Someone should trademark it, we won't, but bloke folk. Nice, a nice. bit sort of aggro acoustic music, like two man band. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, and we were doing all right, but yeah, Darren funded our releases, and we'd drive around the world in a Fiesta, trying to recoup <laughs> Darren's investment. <laughs> and got quite a few records of the week, and got a rough, rough trade and stuff like that, and mm. and then I just got sick of it. Yeah, yeah so we just sat on loads of vinyl after that. Didn't we? Yeah, we released our last seven inch. Uh, it turned up three months late mm. after we finished a 22 date tour. Yeah. So if you want any vinyl from 2009, still got some. <laughs> got loads of it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's really not, I tell you what, it's the weightiest seven inch. Yeah, it is, it is a it's like a cake. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like. Yeah. Came from Czechoslovakia. Yeah, as a learning curve. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really nicely designed sleeve. Well, yeah. yeah beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Didn't sell many. <laughs> yeah. But, there you go. You got to build up to it. How so? Well, so yeah, we will. How did it come about? What's the uh, from that? off the back end. Uh, we've when Chris and uh, Noel stopped gigging, there was no way of recouping any cash from those releases. Really, was it? And Catherine mm. decided not to play anymore after he'd just put an album out. So that's a whole other story. It, it just can. seemed like that money was just being wasted. <laughs> I mean, we worked for ourselves. Yeah, I'm not saying it isn't, but. Money was, it was a, a record label that wasn't really functioning particularly well, she was like... And yeah. then your old other half yeah. was setting up the management company. The thing it, is that... It just, it just all ground to a halt and then... And I was sick and no. And I can yeah. say this, because we are best mates, we went primary school together. And we're about to release one of Noel's yeah, tunes next piece, year. Yeah. yeah, But I, I you were sick so of it, I was sick of it. We are Willow was the record label, really. Yeah. And then... That's what it started as, wasn't it? Well, no, I was because you wanted the label was going to be called Willow, wasn't it? Yeah. And then I proposed, I was like, I want to start working with visual art. Well, initially it was a year project. Did you get the vinyl? You got that? Like, Twelve-inch vinyl. No, I should have bought some bits. Yeah. So, well, I'll get some. Well, he's got the brand new album yeah. before anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I remember I was walking down Oldham Street and I found you up and went, I've got an idea because remember we were going to talk, call it King and the Queen. That's right, yeah. And it was me and Catherine at the time, and mm. we'd been playing a lot together. I mean, we went out for about six years and then they killed each other. But uh, And I went, I just want to I wanna do a project independent of Butler Williams where I can collaborate with loads of different musicians. And Darren had always... Because he started putting the little W and stuff on our Butler Williams releases and all that as a little tip of the hat. Mm. I said, well, if you want a label called Willow, but... For me, I want to collaborate with different people. Why don't we call it We Are Willow? Yeah. And then you can just bring in whoever you want. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and it was a year project that's been going nine years. Right. So yeah. what's, the, what's the art aspect of it then? Was that something you wanted from the start? Was that something that just evolved? I just thought it was, it's, we it, both it, thought it was it, important. It, definitely, yeah. Going back to that old you know, record sleeve, I suppose, in a way, having that something sort of physical. canvas to yeah. sort of work with. Yeah. And then working with... Like, videographers, filmmakers and stuff yeah. to, for that visual side. Really pushing where it might be another... Yeah, just yeah. experimenting yeah. really and working and giving people free reign in, in yeah. to some extent, you know. Yeah. Just letting them interpret 
things however they see mm. fit. And you found that one thing feeds the other, it kind of, does it kind of loop back and the other that will influence the music and vice versa? I think, I think it can, yeah, I think it has done. But it, you're creating a world for yourself then, you're not just mm. going, we're a band, we do this, I'm a visual artist, I do this, it's like, why can't we just do what we want? Yeah. I know it's it's been three times as people go, oh, well, well it's a band. Yeah. And it's eased off for us now. I think people understood yeah, more yeah. what it's about. I mean, it's we don't a long fully time. understand what it is either. <laughs> you know I, mean? I think and that's the beauty of it, though. Well, it is because then it can meld and yeah. shift and, and evolve. And take it wherever you've sort of, sort of taken it into more of a, a commercial world in some ways and tried to make an agency of it, but, then but you, we yeah. don't know how... We don't. We wouldn't know and how know, to describe it, it, so it. it, and it doesn't suit it at all. It's, so it's it's always been a collective. That's been sort of shelved really. We mm. toyed with it for a bit. Yeah, last year it was it was growing to the point where we probably collaborated with I don't know. We got about twenty five projects on the side. We got asked to do some commercial work, so before we made the cash coming in, take it that yeah. way. But it will never work as a commercial sort of endeavour. Really. I don't, and we don't like being told what to do that much, I guess. <laughs> Unless you get yeah. paid well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it, I think you can, and this is what we've, I think the way it's gone over the last two years, so, so we're into nine years in, but but the ones before that and everything. It's only really got its focus over the, the past sort of four years, yeah. I'd say, hasn't it? After the Berlin project yeah. launched, it, it really sort of brought it together as an identity. But it can, it is photographers videographers, ty- typographers, every other ographer, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it can be visual and it can be sound. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be a band playing. We've written scores of music for people as well. And then you, you're getting commissioned. We just had a commission in for a, for a guy called Matt Dennis who's got a solo show. I'm plugging him now. A solo show at uh, the Turnpike in Lee next year and that's going to tour to Korea. And that, you know, we're getting funded to do that kind of thing. And then you put the money in the pot and it it evolves. And like... So it, it doesn't really generate money as such. It, it allows us to do other things. Like, yeah. like with this project, it's, you know, yeah. it's costing us to do it. But, but we want to do it. But it generates yeah. enough interest and money then for, for mine, so, you know. Yeah, yeah. and then it, it evolves into the next project. So there's already another three projects in the pipe, four that will mm. last another four years, I think. Yeah. So it's like, it's a one-year project that's been lasting. Like, yeah. yeah, and some are funded, you know, yeah. Arts Council or, or, mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. And we have had some commercial work, and that has yeah, helped. Yeah, it was very, you know, very fleeting, isn't it? But it, we don't push it in that manner, so we're not really going to get it, I suppose, mm. unless yeah. someone sees what we're doing and thinks, that fits what we're after. Well, that's, that, that's what I've found is you go a longer road and you do it because you care and you're passionate and it's the right reasons. And actually, it attracts like for like, so you'd be surprised what, what can emerge. I did just behind you upon that, I did a, a mental health campaign all about the benefits of artistic expression emotionally for yeah. calm. I've interviewed lots of people, never interviewed a person, but I didn't have anybody else who could do it, didn't have a budget to pay anybody yeah, who, yeah. who knew what they were yeah, doing. Yeah. So I threw myself in, in the deep end, and it was that that opened my eyes to the fact that, hang on, I like talking about creativity with interesting people. Maybe there's something in this. And then the guy who runs my illustration agency mentioned podcasting, and here we are today. It's like, mm-hmm. you really don't know what route that's going to take yeah, you down. Exactly. I managed to get a little bit of sponsorship on this show from, from a couple of, you know, a tech company and my agency, and it justifies me doing it a couple of days a week. And actually, yeah. I never thought I'd be doing any kind of broadcast. And it's positive. Yeah, it's getting to meet. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's important. That as Loads well. of different humans. That yeah. 
and doing hopefully interesting stuff. Well, that's it. If you can get by doing that, it's great fun. I love it. You know, it's just. Well, when we did the talk on Wednesday at uh, the Breakfast Club, there's a few people who know me from a day job working in galleries, you know, freelance installing other people's exhibitions, and I had two people come up to me. I said to Darren, and went, "Oh, we knew We Are Willow, but we didn't know you were We Are Willow." Because <laughs> they know you been, from you. It has been quite a faceless thing, knowing someone. And I like that. It? It's all about the it's logo. I love the mistake. Uh, mistake. The mystique. Yeah. I love. I, I really. Um, I sometimes pine for it. I made a decision to start writing all this stuff and you know the podcast, which is all very much on the front of it because it's an individual. But mm. the more and more the artwork I'm doing now, I want that Bowie, you know, that Ziggy style. I want. Yeah, I want. Yeah, I, want yeah. I, don't, I want to step back a little bit. Yeah. Just like the work talk for a bit. Start. Yeah. About that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. That's, That's an email reminder. Tattoo on the But it's that. I mean, loads of people have written me for that. But then I'm like, well, there are weekends where I'd wake up in the morning and be like, oh, what am I gonna do today? And then I just stretch my arm out, see that inked on my arm, and go, get on with it, you dick. You know? <laughs> yeah. Because you either this this kind of creative practice, you self initiated stuff. Either happens or it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. You've got to try yeah, it yourself. And it, and, it, and it needs it needs that that fire there. And, you know, Chris is the one that sort of OCD is, as hell. Is the mm-hmm. one that sort of pretty much instigates most things. Well, all of it. Yeah, I think yeah. That's probably why we don't make any money. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm just more interested in doing a project than I am in making anything out of it. I'm just like, no, we got to do this. I said I'm going to do it. Yeah. Darren will be like, oh, here we go, and then. I'll moan to him about all the other humans I'm dealing with and then yeah. we end up with a cool project, don't we? And like Yeah. We have just got some more funding for another. We've got over to France, both of us, for um, a French translation project we've been doing. And that's gonna be even bigger than the Manchester Mine one. Fantastic. Over in Leon, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, we've got some R and D funding. But yeah. Well let's talk about the, the that aspect of it then. So it's World Mental Health Day coming up. <laughs> 10th yep. of October, October that's yeah. the project happening at home, right? Yeah. yeah. In Manchester. So what, what were the, what were the, like, well, okay, let's start with how you two are, are you well? Because we mentioned this, <laughs> you mentioned this at the breakfast club. Well, I, about, think, about, I think we all suffer from it in, in one, you know, one, ex, in very extreme. Without a know? doubt, yeah. And I think you'd, you'd be a fool to say that you, that you didn't in some ways, you know. Yeah. It's, it's human nature to a degree, course, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's part of the human condition, really, to, yeah. to, have some kind of struggle, you know, yeah. how big or small, you know, is, you know. But it's being honest and saying, yeah. like we were saying at the talk on Wednesday, oh, how's it going? Yeah, I'm not bad, you. Actually, I'm suicidal. Oh, fucking hell. Like, yeah. no one wants to hear that. No one really, it takes a certain type of person to be able, if you'd be able to talk about yeah. how serious you are if you're sad. Certainly yeah. men, anyway. When, yeah. yeah, I mean, we initially wanted to talk about mental health and mind suggested male mental health, I guess, from looking at the people we work with. And mm-hmm. the, and it's not, we don't personally just work with other blokes, but you realise that's your mates. Mm-hmm. And there's there's a few girls involved, but yeah, oh, we're very part of our crew is a lot of blokes. And then when yeah. you do dig a bit deeper and, I mean, usually takes a few of us having a drink to even talk honestly and then you get to know people properly like we've known each other nearly 15 years whatever and you know when people are having a bad day or you know when people aren't talking when they should talk and I guess that's 
Well, it is how this has evolved, doesn't it? And it's yeah, totally right now. It's nearly broke me. I mean, I've been in it from the off, haven't I? I've had them been challenged quite a lot with this. Mm. Well, you created you, you created your own headache with it, though, didn't you? In some way. Yeah, a massive monster, <laughs> but a monster that sort of taught me a lot as well. Yeah. I think about humility. Yeah. Your own ego. <laughs> a bit of pride, but also being open to being uh, realizing. A lot of us work in a bubble, don't we? Yeah, totally, without a doubt. And I've put myself in a few situations during this project where I was probably a bit naive and had been shot down a few times and really wanted to sort of bite back and then stopped and go, wait a minute, what am I taking from this? Like, I've put myself in this situation and I'd be on the phone to him and he'd be like, what? <laughs> I don't know, I would have dealt with that. And I'm like, well... I'm still not sure how I am dealing with that. Yeah. And I'm being a bit vague, but it's taught me a lot. Mm. And I think it's turned into a really positive thing. Like the yeah, it, it really has. And with, all, with the other creators as well that, yeah. that have donated their time to it, mm. I've, some of them have struggled with doing it as yeah. well. You know. It's really challenged people, hasn't it? And mm. I think as time's gone on, you know, there's remixes, spoken word artists, musicians filmmakers and the launch is for films and that you know to be sat in that crowd in that cinema going this is my take on male mental health you're watching right now mm -hmm. I couldn't come I mean I've written the songs Darren's done all the artwork but we can sort of we're going to be watching someone's films <laughs> and those spoken spoken word artists have got to stand up in front of 250 people and Hope that they have read it. Well, you've heard it. it very honest. And I think some of it's going to be quite difficult for some of the audience to watch or hear because you know yeah. they might be going through some similar issues themselves yeah. at that moment in time. And mm -hmm. I think it, it's going to be quite challenging for people. Yeah, it's by its very nature. Yeah, yeah. and I, and that's the. It's a weird one. It's not like launching your own book and then celebrating getting drunk afterwards. It's like it's going to be a sensitive evening mm. and then I think post-launch will be... I don't know. Yeah, like... Well, we've got, to, we've got to celebrate the hard work everyone's putting, but oh, it's course, still going to be challenging yeah. afterwards. It doesn't just stop, does it? You know, no. you can play a gig, launch a book, have an art exhibition and you go, check it out. But this topic doesn't stop after no. World Mental Health Day. And that's something... And, and it's weird even being on this podcast because you don't, you don't want to be too serious, but you have to be sometimes and mm. that's what I've learned that's why when I did the talk on Wednesday I'm, I, I think oh should I say it's nearly broke me because oh you don't, you don't want to be honest it's all about that honesty isn't it yeah, that's the, the, yeah I think what you hit on there is a theme as well I had this conversation following the presentation you guys did at the, the breakfast club mm. the next day I interviewed him with the guy who was in the audience all about the kind of well-being stuff and he's, he's got a very kind of down-to-earth approach on it all he lectures on it does workshops very very good at what it's he does. Kev. Kev, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we chat him afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he hit upon one of the biggest overlooked aspects of all of this is the shade of grey because there's that thing that stigma where you go right mental health and immediately you go to the worst the, the suicide depression. Yeah. yeah. Um, but as you said, it's very, it's very varying and actually yeah. it's all right just to feel pissed off one day. Yeah. It, there's that thing where you go, well, oh, but kids are starving in Africa or whatever, that kind of, that perspective. Mm. And to a degree, it's good to use that as a defence mechanism. But actually, 
it's all right just to be angry one day or to be a bit upset about yeah. something that seems trivial and you shouldn't feel have to feel guilty about expressing that as yeah. much as someone saying look yeah, I need yeah. help you yeah. know, it's, um, it's that man up it's come up again and again this whole I'll oh, just man up and I see it like films and uh, programme and I'm thinking I mean we're I guess at that age where well the fact that we're doing this talking about it is positive it shows been, there's, there's a shift in but yeah, two in, generations yeah. before you know yeah, did, we just wouldn't be happening yeah we? I mean I talked to my dad about this and you know not everyone's got dads I'm, I'm glad I've got a dad to talk to about it but the way he was with his dad and things like that you you he didn't really have a relationship with his dad and he's not sad about it that was just the dynamic yeah and you think bloody hell like yeah yeah there's almost a chasm isn't there between that generation and ours mm-hmm. this is a big kind of ter- we're, a, we're a big kind of pivotal turning point mm-hmm. generation I feel without a doubt with all this stuff going on I know like a lot of people in my circle are, are, are you know, real advocates for this kind of stuff now mm-hmm. and people getting it out there through arts or whatever the, the context is but it's funny because it's even, I mean, even guys 10 years, 10, 12 years older than me, I'm thinking of a particular incident and it really made me laugh at the time, but, but we were on a stag do in Berlin and we all just checked into Classic. this grubby hostel room <laughs> and we're all getting ready in. Everyone's G'd up, ready for out on that first day. Yeah. And this one guy wheels round and goes, who the fuck are you brushing your teeth for, you funny? <laughs> There it is. And it's exactly that. Yeah. And then even he just stopped and started laughing and went, no, I'm going to brush mine, actually. Yeah. It was like, he had to I'm, check himself. Rampant testosterone. Yeah, that's sort of male bravado, isn't it? But, you know, it, that, for, for what? That yeah. internal struggle, masking it with some kind of... You know. Well, masking and masculinity. They're very yeah. Yeah. <laughs> appropriately yeah. connected. I don't know. Yeah. I've, and also find it, but then... So my dad came up on Wednesday. We went out to Halifax for the day and I was on the phone to Darren a lot and talking about the project. But I, I said, I need a day away from this work because if I'm at home, I'm constantly on my laptop, phoning Darren, still worrying about everything, trying to keep on top of it. I was like, but then I was just on my phone all often anyway. But, yeah. but it, we were talking about the whole concept of the work and he said, sometimes you can be a bit intense. And I went, how is digging a little bit deeper and wanting to have a conversation that isn't just the surface bullshit? Why is that class as intense? Why can't we have them all? Well, it's having that. Re- it's also having that respect for that other person that might not want to speak. At but I'm talking time, to my dad. No, no, yeah. No, but even no. and, and then he well he, he said, oh, I don't mean necessarily intense, but I guess it's being challenged, isn't it? Yeah. You can not still have humour. Challenge though, isn't it? No, but I think a lot of people that maybe we know. Including us, should be challenged. Uh, yeah, don't yeah. know that well, Ben. <laughs> but you know, I think I just. I, I, but that's all because of this project. Mm. I would have thought it before, but yeah. And you know, you can sit and have a beer, you know, and chat to on a deeper level. Mm. And there's times when you're like, yeah, we're not going to go deep today. Let's yeah. talk shit or and have your banter. But there are times but now, and I'm thinking, God, you go into a room, and think. Maybe talk to him or pry a little bit more. That's what I've realised. Mm. But then people don't want to talk. But I, I know it just takes a little scratch, though, yeah. doesn't it? Sometimes, and then yeah. it, then um, it comes pouring. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's yeah. Just, they've been waiting to say something, but don't want to bother other people with their problems. Yeah. you know. And I think that's that's a big issue. It's not we're all humans and we're all here. Yeah, to yeah. care. 
Yeah. And there's no solutions to it as well. Just by opening up a bit more, that release, you're like, oh, it's yeah. like a pressure cooker, isn't it? You go, this is, and this is why I wanted to do my own thing in the first place and why I'm really interested in what you guys are doing because I think that, that just that very medium of straight-up conversation can be really intimidating for a lot mm. of people, yeah, yeah. especially that generation. And I think... There's something. It doesn't have to be as going as doing something as brilliant as recording through an album like you guys have done. I love the all the spectrum and the fact that you can just go to a gig or you can talk about a band that you both love, and in a weird way that that can be a vehicle, a really that great connection. vehicle for dropping yeah. that conversation and actually giving you another way to get that across. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the fandom of it and the belonging and that that love of it, uh, along with other people who are in that same mindset, can create communities. Can just give you a floor almost to, to get and a support fun. group of yeah, sorts absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's all good I mean you know I get told off by my other half sometimes when we go in the pub and stuff but it's like and then we'll chat about it it's not necessarily about so sometimes I go to the football on a Saturday afternoon it's not like right lad <laughs> well, football's great for that but local footy so Danny who's part of the collective Danny's doing one of the films we did a project on football through We Are Willow and it's not about watching the footy because it's local footy and it's not about having loads of beers. It's basically about standing in a field going, how's your week been? What have you been up to? Definitely. Yeah, and like... You've got that glue, that's the football for the glue. Just chatting yeah, on together. Having a moan, having a chat and some people do so them over coffee. It's a place to sort of let the guard down in some yeah, way. Yeah, definitely. Especially not eye contact, yeah. You know, you're yeah. looking yeah, away from it. That's a great point. I've never thought about that. Yeah. You're very right. You, you get it's not face-to-face. You're not sat in a room where you're just kind of enclosed. Yeah. Big open field, blocks on a pitch, you know? Like. Looking at something else while you yeah. now and again look at each other. If it other. gets really drastic, you can go to the toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. It's just that little yeah. act of... Uh, Have a little cry in the toilet. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's true. Well, it is true, actually. And, and you know, it's like when I go back home, uh, you've got all your families together. It's all energy. And energy's high, and you don't always get that opportunity to just deep, you know, mm. like you say, get beneath the surface. But my dad could make my stag do. He's not a drinker. We went to Amsterdam, 16 lads. So, yeah, right yeah, call, yeah. stay out of it. So I'm, I'm, I'm from Leeds, we went to watch Leeds, and um, and it was and it was just that was great. Like you said, getting on the bus, yeah. going and having a drink, having a pie, whatever. It's, it's all just glue, and, you, and we yeah. that, that's one of the few times we get deeper than what you would in a normal family yeah. context. Yeah. You know, it's just creating an environment where you're comfortable enough. Exactly. Yeah. To and you don't yeah, like I say, you don't have to dig too deep. People don't always want to talk, but at least have the opportunity to maybe oh, dig no, it a oh, little oh, bit. Oh, no, that, that is a space if, if you want to get something off your chest. But then don't put too much. Oh, we're not going to football so we can have a bit deep no, chat. Course, <laughs> you know, yeah. you, then you get a pressure <laughs> with that as well. But yeah. I, I think, yeah, this project's been going on a year and a half. And obviously it's at the culmination now we're about to deliver on it. But we've already got, it's going to launch at home on the October the 10th. And on the 13th, it's going to Halifax. Uh, for a little spoken word festival over there with our old booking Brilliant. agent and that'll be going from a huge cinema space to screening the films in a little bar and then two of the poets two are going to perform spoken words, yeah, yeah, Jackie Jackie and Ben are going to perform in the market hall mm. in the centre of Halifax and then we've just had a meeting about it showing as part of the print fair at the Whitworth but it's about adapting the work to the, the to the event and the environment but to make sure that there's legacy of this work because you could just launch the work in a beautiful cinema on World Mental Health Day. And then that's it. Yeah, and it's like, it's no, it needs to be adapted to yeah. little venues where you project it from your phone onto a wall. and Because that's life, isn't it? You don't Definitely. always get a beautiful yeah. venue to... 
That she, is true, but also, like you said, it's the very fact that you're doing this and you're doing it in a public space and there's things like this podcast, even if this only gets to it's 500,000 people, that, you know, that could be quite yeah, big yeah. because it might reach three people who didn't even know people were talking yeah. about this stuff and it might change their but lives. But also through so creativity, you know, yeah. like... We don't. I don't sit around talking to him, going, "I feel so sad." But then you might listen to the lyrics and go, "Bloody hell!" But that's the way. But I, I think, I, you know, in some ways, quite fortunate being involved in that creative sort of environment to be able to express yourself. It, it, it seems to be a little bit easier to be able to express. Yeah, actually, we got nice. Doncaster Dave when well, he lives in Leicester. Doncaster. <laughs> Well, he, really he's a very yeah, he's a very uh, successful businessman. Yeah. Who loves football, music, the arts, but he doesn't do that. And he went, it's all right and I played him some of the new stuff when I went over to his house in Leicester a few weeks ago and he went, It's alright for you. You've got a release through what you actually choose to do with yourself and I've never thought about that. Mm. But it, it's I don't I, I don't it's not really a choice, it just seems, you know, is it, you're operating in that environment. Everyone has that sort of, everyone can have that creative output if, 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 they, if they sort of desire to. But, you know, well, his yeah. argument was if you've got five multi million businesses and he's travelling the world, I mean, I've heard him go into work mode and you're like, fucking hell, there's a reason why that guy's made well, a lot of book. Yeah. But he, he longs for, he loves footy and music. Yeah. But he's so busy with his job. Yeah. And but this is why I'd never, I mean, this is a whole other conversation, but that's that thing about, I don't know, is it right for you as a human being? You know, I don't know, you, do you go after the money and the, and the big company? Is it, that's a personal decision, and each, yeah. each person's different, but I would be, I'm so much happier limping by on 2025 20, yeah. grand if that's what it's going to be. If I'm enjoying my day today, I'm feeling quite. Well, you don't need that much money, do you? <laughs> to to exist, we're all sat in a really nice art studio having a drink now, chatting on. Mm-hmm. I think that's peace of mind, isn't it? Like, it is. It is. God, yeah. It's, and and it, I I attribute the fact that as far as I'm aware, and I'm sure I've no if I had, I'd, I've never suffered depression or any of the bad stuff. And I I really do. I've, you know, I've got a, I've got a mind that procrastinates, that introspects, <laughs> but I I attribute my general happiness to the fact that I've got numerous releases and I, yeah. I, I like to write I like, yeah, to, yeah. I like to have conversations about art, music, go and watch films, whatever it is you know, it's just, I have ways to, to get up, I mean these artworks right here, they were both done during times when I was, not, I wasn't really struggling but, the, frustration. You know, minor existential well it says crisis, crisis yeah. in big letters yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> that one was, um, that one the clue there <laughs> It's a montage of stuff that had been peppering me in the news, whether it was climate change or yeah, yeah. Oh, nuclear, but you know, all this stuff. Uh, you know, I do dwell, thank you, I do dwell on that stuff, but um, this is my way of getting it out, whether it's talking on this podcast, drawing, whatever, you know. It's, yeah. uh, well, it's chatting on. That's, yeah, the, that's, that's it, the point, yeah. isn't it? Just chatting on. Yeah, it's true, very yeah. true. I, I, I'm on that campaign, I, I got to do Stephen Merchant, and he was a really, really nice guy. And, he, he was laughing. He said, "I can't stand like Lord of the Rings, whatever it is, all the magical stuff." He said, "I just I don't get it." He's going, "Oh, angry about it." And he said, "But I do love it when I drive past like an audience and they're all camping out in the fucking Harry Potter outfits." Yeah, and I yeah, think, yeah. "You're a sad bastard, but you're happy." And yeah, you've got something. And that's your thing. You yeah, know? yeah. And there's something beautiful about that. Yeah. Well, that's made me think because um, we've got sixteen men as part of this male chorus, chorus of others, performing one of the tracks, and we got them into the studio. 
and we we taught them or we sent them audio files of three different harmony parts so we turned the 16 men into 48 men we tracked them around the studio and it sounds like a, I'm a tech geek but I'm not that's for so well, yeah, like you know like you, you're panning them you're moving around the room you keep their mic set up and after it was an amazing evening they'd never been in a recording studio the only were brought together for Manchester International Festival last year for um, Fatherland did you go to watch that it was really good that was no you didn't go in the end did you no, I, I went go. twice and it was Carl Hyde out of Underworld the soundtrack okay. this is an amateur choir it was a call out for any bloke to be part of this choir and they've carried on as a male support group got them in the got them in the studio everything's going amazing they were really professional actually surprisingly they were probably quicker than us in the studio <laughs> and afterwards I was like if anyone wants to come for a you know a beer around the corner at the old pint pot beers beers are on us thinking oh, come on, if he'll say yes <laughs> <laughs> Darren can you wire me some money yeah and um it ended up being with about eight of us, and fair play, they all bought me a drink as well, and like, we're all chatting, and they went, oh, why have you started this project? And randomly, I just went, well, like, for me, I mean, I don't really, I don't sleep that well. And they went, yeah, that's the first line of the song you've got a song. And I didn't realise, <laughs> yeah, I don't sleep that much, it steals my shine. And I, I looked, and he just looked at me, and he wasn't joking, he just went... Yeah, yeah, it's in the song. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was like, I don't really need to say anything. Just listen to the song. <laughs> it, you find all my troubles in there. Yeah, yeah. But, it, but, <laughs> yeah. but you kind of, because it's hidden with its melody and music, yeah. you can kind of hide a, or, you know, and not every song I've written is directly about me. Second verse might be about you. Mm, without yeah. you realising, not you know this, Darren, but it's... Uh, it made me realise these are probably the most honest songs I've ever written. Mm. But then you can but still... They have to be, though. You can, for, the, well, for the subject. Yeah, yeah, but that song in particular... But it's just deadpan. I can't remember it was when I looked at me. I've had that a few times where I've beaten myself to my own stories. Yeah. Whether it's written off on this show, it's like, I'll, I'll start telling it to someone. Oh, yeah, yeah, you said it. And I'm like, oh, I really, really enjoyed telling that then. <laughs> and it's weird, isn't it? Because you, like, you realise you've already opened up. Well, I yeah. realised they've already opened up without... And we'd spent weeks because it's with been them. sort of been passed to other people, and, and not I, that you've lost ownership of it. As, as I gladly lose ownership. ownership. You know. I kind of like losing ownership. Well, that is great. The, one of the best ones I've done, I wrote, I wrote a book, I've got a book out on it. It was all the brutally honest account of turning my creativity into a profession, and it was all like the nitty gritty of freelancing, working your underpants mm-hmm. twelve hours a day in your bedroom, and really going into depth and really honest about it. And I went through a phase when I was living in Manchester, down in Molly Range, where. To break up the day, I'd go out and see if I could work out the best times to get the reduced sandwiches in like Tesco and come up and stuff. And really, Winnington Road. Really got quite, I mean, I, I yeah. started to recognise people doing the same things really bad. And <laughs> I know I, somebody who still does that. It's, it's, I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I'm still guilty of it sometimes. But, but I wrote about this, about Pageworth in this book, and I get this email from, uh, from one from Minsk in Belarus and one from Japan where I'd done work. And, right. uh, Two people saying the same thing. As Japanese, I just went, oh, I just put the kettle on, like, you'll, you'll appreciate this. And I'm like, I can't believe it. It's ridiculous, but it's so beautiful as well. Like, yeah. <laughs> At least it gives you day structure as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're working towards something. Aren't you? Now I get the designers from all over the place, like, tagging me in Twitter posts, going, look at this 78p for like a lasagna or something. Well, I always found, though, you end up buying it, even then, then you realise you've only saved, like, 11p. You know, when you get yeah. addicted to the yellow sticker. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. 
no, it's only like 2p less. But it's like, yeah, but it's in the reduced thing. Yeah, My yeah. cousin used to, I'd be like, yeah, but it's reduced. It's not actually that cheap. I went to, I went to Cardiff and there was a last there. I did a talk at uh, uni. Um, I think that's right. Uh, a local event, either way. We went out and had some beer afterwards and got quite pissed and I stayed on the couch. And we ended up going in like the Tesco and found a lot of stuff. And she's like, come on, let's have a shelfie. Like, take your picture. <laughs> put it in the yeah, a shelfie. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Wow. Anyway, tangent and a half, but yeah. there you go. But, so, so what's the... What's, how did you end up working with home then? There's a because that's a really cool venue. It's a charity, isn't it? It is a charity in its own yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. And how yeah. did you approach them? Did you? How is it? Did were they on your radar? Uh, well, you, you gallery tech there, don't you? I've worked there in the galleries, but they had nothing. They had nothing to do with the galleries. Yeah. We actually sometimes working in a gallery can go against you when you go. I'm actually an artist, and they're like, "Oh, we employ you as a freelance gallery technician, whatever." But with home, it was like, I just... The gallery, in my opinion, is all right. It's a huge space that gets adapted for different exhibitions. But Cinema One, where we're showing, is next to none for me. As an art cinema in the northwest, it's mm. like... It's incredible. And the it's tech... Well. Yeah, and the tech team in the cinemas are great. The theatres are great. And it, we'd agreed, or I basically... Spat my dummy. And I said, I'm not performing live at this because we did the Whitworth launch for uh, a couple of years ago, and I was, I spread myself a bit too thin. And I was trying to do too much, and then you've got to rehearse, and then you've got to play this huge gig. So, but the the audio in cinema, the cinema one at home, it's fantastic. So we were like, let's do something where it's not, it's and that's the way. Event yeah, to a gig. and we've been quite. Uh, Serious and about sort of taking it away from it just being about music as well. Yeah, and our, our my music, your visuals. Yeah, yeah. That's it's, the way we are Willow has been going. It's we're starting to curate and art direct larger projects that we don't really have not to. Really we initiate, initiate and we lead on. But we don't not have to doing the sort of creative output yeah, of. It becomes a bit of a trademark where Chris writes a song, Darren does the artwork, and we've been very aware over over the last few years once the new website went out, it's like we're doing bigger, more ambitious projects and we can step back and lead on it mm. and embrace all the other collaborators and bring in new collaborators who we might as this this project, I mean, is ten times anything we've done before. Yeah, including the choir, there's 28, but including all the remixes and the people they've worked with, and it's probably about 50 altogether. And the majority of it for us two has been leading on it, project managing. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> I won't get. Yeah, I won't go too far. It's been it's a big project. Yeah. Essentially, I just went. I want to do it. I wasn't wasn't spoke, well. It wasn't planned to be. To get this sort of momentum and become it what it's become, it was, it's gone was massive. Never, yeah, sort of mm. what we thought. It but would I be. think, like we were saying on Wednesday at the talk, I think by being naive, if we thought this from the off, it would have been too daunting. Yeah, it never yeah. happened. And it's grown, and I just said, I want to do it at home, and I put the hard work in to try and get it to home. But it shows the way we are Willow's gone because I go and have a meeting with the the cinema team at home with examples of our big last projects. And it showed that this wouldn't have happened uh, eight years ago. They were like, who are you? So eight, nine years in, you go, well, two years ago, we had a published book out, a three-month exhibition at the Whitworth, which toured, went to London, 
play to twelve hundred people, but and they're like, oh, and then so, and then but I'm still showing them our first ever project eight oh, years ago, which yeah. is the twelve inch vinyl. Yeah, and we went to Montreal, uh, played in America, Barcelona, did all that, but no one knew us then. So one year in, you show them a record, yeah. and they're like, this is cool, but we don't know who you are. Eight nine years in, you show them the record from eight yeah, nine years ago, and they're like, "Oh, we like this because you've proved yourself, yeah. you know." But that's that's, that's, that's the way it is. That, that's why it's worth going through them projects where you sometimes think, "Why am I doing this?" And yeah. it's really testing because it is an incremental thing, and you yeah. have to, and you really do have to yeah. kind of. It's one thing being on people's radars, but to really be taken seriously, sometimes you do have to reach yeah. a certain point. You know, oh yeah, certain level, yeah. and it's worked. <laughs> it definitely has. Yeah, yeah. they said yes straight away. Yeah. And I was a bit like, right, it's not hard work. Right, now to now put we've got to make it happen. Shit, now we've got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it shows that if you, like Darren's saying, I know I, 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 I drive it, but it's a blinkered self, not even a self belief, a belief in the other people. In I others, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do that with a place of purity as well, from what you said earlier. Right, you know, that, yeah. you're, not, you're not pushing it in commercial because it, it doesn't feel like that's right. And by being true and honest about that, yeah. I think that resonates with people. And it's yeah, all, but, you know, there is a downside with that in terms of collaborators don't really get paid. Yeah, of course. I mean, but they they, they've we, got to have that sort yeah, of it's, same kind of yeah. belief in it as what we have. And that Obviously, be, if, yeah. if if it, if it was more of a commercial project and there's money there, then everybody gets yeah. sorted out. But yeah. it's things like this, and is, it, the, is, it's, is, it's not is, possible. Is the subject matter and the mental health aspect of this has that <coughs> brought a great willingness to to contribute? I, I think it's it's maybe helped in some way, but I don't I don't know. It's, I, I would <laughs> I would uh, I would say it's been a learning curve in the sense of what who and what who will do things and what they'll do be very careful for, for, <laughs> for nothing because you want to work with the best people yeah, of course and the best people are up for it I put a but then people it. are busy and people need money to exist. And people also, need money. We do. And also, the very fact that this is a more talked about issue now, there are more things happening, means that they're probably getting bombarded with more requests. Yeah. So they're going to be more selective about but which it. But I mean, and we, I, I've always, and I mean, Darren will agree with, it, with me on this, it's not, and it, We Are Willow's not an easy route to success. People go, what are you? Is it artist? Is it a band? Is We Are Willow at Burma? And over a few years, have. yeah, then you're like, and then they start it just to... just does stuff. Well, it, yeah, it's just yeah. like, well, we surround ourselves. All our mates are talented and reasonably and successful on different levels. Mm-hmm. I want to work with you and do this. Ben, I want to work with you and the Darren. Should we work with Ben? Yeah, yeah, right. I've got this idea. And it just evolves. And then it's like, all oh, right, and then people and we've been paid a bit here and there, or whatever, and everything goes back into the next project. And, yeah. then, and then, you know, then you do a mind project, and you're asking people you've worked with before who we might have paid a bit. Yeah, like, certainly not enough for the time. Okay. No, but on different projects where we've yeah. had funding, a respect like, fee. Yeah. Well, and all, I, mean, I can think of someone in particular. Yeah, you're like, oh, if we've got this funding, would you do this for us? Yeah, but I'm not going to go low because that's according to your funding. So you respect them paying a fair amount. Yeah. And then you come back to them on another project and go, do you want to do this? Yeah. 
no it's all for free it. because we're losing money on this but yeah. we're doing it because we want to do it yeah. and then you have this ongoing dialogue of people getting annoyed it's alright us doing it for, for nothing well it's still stressful us. for us but you can't expect other people to do things for, for But now, you can if you they know. want to do it. Exactly. This is what I always stand it's, by. It's your choice. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you either do it you know, or don't do it. But don't say you're going to do it and then, and then give us our that's time. That's the worst thing, isn't it? Yeah, it is the like, worst. Do it, commit to it. I'll yeah. Do it all, but, so and do it. that's also working with friends yeah. who are yeah. also busy and talented and get paid well for their commercial work. And it's like, but it's I, honestly, for all the hard work, this will be for us, the biggest thing we've ever done, and I think that's really important, and everything's embodied by the logo. What I was trying to say is, you're creating a world around We Are Willow, and it's open to bring in new creatives in all the time, and it's like, well, what are you? Check out the website. Just Just go and look on the website. Are you aware of Tomato's work? Yeah, yeah. 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 I have Graham Wood on the show, he's one of the founding members of that, and and you mentioned Underworld, that's what made me think of so several members of Underworld were a part of that. That's right, Same yeah. thing. It's like they did this awesome design, but it's like, well, they need a lot more, and what are they? And they, they didn't ever stop to think or even care about that. Why should they? It's, just keep making things. They were things. so ahead of their time, and it's still, oh, it's still ahead of our time. Yeah. It was just Definitely, crazy, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but you can see why I talked to Graham, and he's a wonderful mind. I mean, he's just he's, you know very very tangential at times, but it's just really ahead. Just curious and interested and not willing to set boundaries on anything. And that's and that is that's the point of being creative. And it's like people come to a, we don't play as many gigs anymore, but they'd be like, oh yeah, you're playing a gig. Yeah. So it's a band, and you can hear people talking. Oh no, they're a band. Yeah, but then they they got this and they got that, and it's like, why can't it just be everything? Yeah. Why can't you? Why can't love, it be that one day? That another yeah. Day, why can't you love day. the videos on the website? Why can't you love the, the artwork is, that release? Well, why I, can't you listen? We're to in the a world now where technology has made everything very accessible, very possible. So you just you work. But people like to label things, yeah. don't they? That's they do. They do still. Yeah. I mean, I mean, God, it's like <laughs> to make it understandable yeah. and tangible. But, I mean, but it is understandable that people think it's a band because that's kind of almost how it started in a way. You know. It's, yeah, but then also it doesn't have to be. It, no, not at all. I'm I'm a big believer in do what the fuck you want as long as yeah. you do it well. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's true. Then right? Why not? And what's weird is sometimes it can feel so discombobulated, but the very fact you've got brand, you've got title, you've got something that recognises it, it pulls it off. Yeah. yeah. It, you've got a car and it pulls it. Well, I grew in. up listening yeah. to Ned to Tommy Dustbin. Yeah. Pop, <laughs> populated self. And I, yeah, and you know. Republic, you know, like, I've got, I've, that kind of iconography, and you're like, yeah. you don't even need to like the music, do you? No, we well, don't like know. It's about whatever you want it to be about, really. And I don't know. I grew up obsessed with Blur in the nineties, so at that point it was all park life. But I'm still obsessed with them. I've got a Monkey Journey to the West Chinese opera yeah. print up there. You know, mm. it's, that's why I've loved Dead Nalban because of just this creativity and, and, and jumping between projects. Which is it, and, and not sort of getting pigeonholed into into one specific yeah. sort of thing. And it's still very him, whatever he does, whatever the mm. form. You still know that you it's got the stamp for it. You, yeah, you yeah. know the you know the sort of stable where it's come yeah. from, but it, it mm. might sound completely different yeah. to to the last thing. That's know. it. Yeah, yeah. Or look completely different. You know, it should. You know. Yeah, but it's still you. Yeah, very yeah. much. And that's why even creative directing. Yeah, projects that we don't have a physical stamp on, it's still going to be led by us. Yeah, there's a couple of like that forestry commission thing that was on about. Mm. If we do that, I just want to get an orchestra in yeah. the forest. <laughs> just what? Why? Mm. Will went to me the other day, so Will did the Berlin stuff with, 
I said, oh, I think it's really important for uh, us to do something on Canic Chase. So he's from Stafford, where I'm from, there's a bunch of us. I said, I think it's really important to do something on Canic Chase. And he went, why? I was like, I don't know yet, but it, it fucking is. <laughs> and he just went... Your instincts are taking you there. I was like, yeah. no, I want... And that, I think that's just about it being my hometown. And like, yeah. my cousin, who Darren knows, is a very well-respected illustrator. I was like, this potential to bring so much, so many people together into that bit of woodland or forestry where I grew up and do something. I don't know whether it's because I went there with my granddad, you know, mm. something. And it was self-indulgent, but then... So is all, but then but, that'd be the starting point, and then it wouldn't be about us anymore. It's about yeah, you, it, that's the trigger point, and then it, it yeah, just branches out. Oh, branches out, branches out. Branches people will connect with it for, for a combination of their take on it and yours, and something in between. Yeah. That's what's that's what and I'm actually making about. something. Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's there was a line. There was a little lyric from one of the tracks oh, that really resonated with me. Uh, because you can doesn't mean that you should. And I thought it was beautiful because it's um, there's something about today's world where we I don't know if it's to do with social media, what it is, probably new, a number of factors, but I hear that idea that we all feel like we should be something. Yeah, almost entitled. Status. That I think that's got a lot to do with a, a lot of people's mental health issues, and, yeah. and actually, it's all right just to have a, a quite anonymous life, and as like if you're happy, you know. Um, Abe, was that what was the lyric? Where did that come? Who was it? Where did it come from? I'm just quite curious. Um, well. The, the, the whole mental health project stems from another project that fell through I think I talked about this at the breakfast club and um, I got put in a situation where I was listening to quite sensitive stuff to do quite personal stuff that you know yeah yeah and I, I didn't feel comfortable with it and um, I, the project didn't end up well we are willow sort of stopped its involvement it was, it was with a friend and it didn't work out but it was a bit of an eye opener and I just started writing I was writing songs for that loosely but I was just writing anyway and that was to do with someone who were like yeah I usually like there'll be a lot of lyrics where people think I'm singing about me or whatever but I'm, I am I'm, I'm singing about a particular person on one line and then yeah. it's one of the next but the next line of that is Danny who had mentioned he's done in the films Reactions thicker than blood, mm. and that's his favourite line. And he and I, that's to do with family, because I think sometimes, just because you're family, doesn't mean they won't disown you. Yeah. And it was to, it was it was to do with the situation I got told about with someone. This <laughs> being very vague, talking around it a little bit, but it got to the point where it doesn't matter who you are in this family, what you're the yeah. The reactions to what your actions are thicker than the fact that we're blood related. Yeah, yeah I get it. Yeah. Like, fucking done with you. Right, like, yeah. You might be whoever. But the the line before leads into that, so it's like, yeah, just because you can do something. It's basically about, um, loosely about someone who's going out, I guess. Yeah. Hurting people. Doing certain things, and yeah. like, just because you can do that, it's a good and, I mean, you have to do it themselves. More to the point. Well, there you go, mental health. Yeah, mm. like it's a lot to do with mental health. But it's like just because you can go and do that. Why do you? Have, doesn't mean you have to go and do it. Yeah, I can do what I want. Yeah, but doesn't mean you have to go and do <laughs> yeah. that because you're gonna hurt yourself, you're gonna hurt people. Yeah. Why don't you just rein it in a bit? <laughs> 
Something have, like that. I don't know. Like, yeah. Have you, have you had people, whether it be strangers or friends or family, come forward in any way with any personal issues off the back of this, the work that you're doing? Um, no, no one's heard it. Oh, yeah, you're the only person who's heard it. I mean, about the just awareness of the project in general. Or um, I, we've talked. That time in Hull was quite a heavy day. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think it. Uh, yeah, it has it's been quite insular in some ways hasn't until, it? I'll tell you what, until the talk we did the yeah. other day, that's the first time it's gone public officially right okay, that makes sense it's been a very yeah. Yeah, insular if there's been any talk or any arguments or anything, it's been within the collective mm-hmm. and the collaborators or yeah. it's been back and forth oh you're going to this done blah blah and then doing that talk on Wednesday was like oh shit, it's out of the world now mm. And yeah. it was a bit of an eye. We, I didn't expect. We, well, we both didn't expect it to be that kind of presentation. Yeah. Jane didn't tell us what we were letting ourselves in for. Though <laughs> she said it was informal, sat round tables on the coffee. She, I think she knows I wouldn't have turned up. Yeah, Darren would have turned up, <laughs> and I would have been breaking myself. Probably turned up after a few wines yeah, at six yeah, in the morning. Yeah. Something like just trying to calm my nerves because I'd build it up. So Jane's much. a great connector, though. She'd said that she really she's amazing. amazing. She had her on the show. Um, well, she's next week's guest, yeah, yeah. and. Um, and Jordan, well, before that conversation, she was like, don't let me forget, I must connect you with these guys. It was you she was talking about. So then as soon as you finished the talk, she threw us together, which is great. She is. She's a great supporter of she, well, the Berlin project. She supported that. She's a big supporter of Wheel of Women, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. Fortunately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of paper for that book, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, a, few, a fair few sheets. Yeah. So what's the plan for the actual album? Are we, is it a limited release? Uh, it's going to be a download. Yeah. So but vinyl, uh, we've got I think, I think like, seven inches. I think, yeah, because it? Yeah, it doesn't just stop like here. Said, yeah. Of course, yeah. It'll continue in whatever format maybe. I think there's a longevity to how to this project is to how it sort of is. Yeah. It can expand. And yeah. yeah, it can only go so far, I think, As in, is. in this in the parameters of the, I suppose we've set ourselves in some ways. Got no one to blame but ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think we will. There will You've be. Got an idea, there you? will be a physical release of it. You've got an idea for next year. Don't yeah. say yet yeah, though. No, no, no. no. <laughs> it's, I mean, it, yeah. It, hopefully, it'll be. It could be a good couple of year project. Yeah. yeah. It could, it's gonna. It's, yeah, there's it, some it, good. There's four years in it, definitely. Yeah. To, which you know. Hopefully, it uh, generates loads of money for mine. But yeah, we there will be a physical release. But also, one thing there was a massive learning curve. So when we, you've all you Darren, independent as an illustrator, designer, you've always either you've given money to charities or worked with charities, and I'd never had and was like, well, right, let's do a specific We Are Willow project with a charity. And we branched out in a couple of friends. So Percy's one of the filmmakers, Percy Dean. He and another friend, Stu Bentley, who's they're both well respected filmmakers, or Stu's director of photography, had done a thing for Heads Together, which is the oh what's I'm not very good with the royal family. <laughs> but the young one who's gone bald now and his wife. <laughs> it's really bad. This. Prince Harry. Yeah. Harry and William. No, yeah, William. Well, William's a properly bald one. Harry's, Harry's ginger. Yeah. yeah. So William and what's her name? 
I'm not even joking now. Uh, What's... Middleton. Yeah, mid- uh, K- 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 yeah, I'm the same. I'm yeah. the I did this the other day and someone was like, yeah, so you're not much of a royal then. I'm like, I'm not joking. Can you tell me the name? So <laughs> they are patrons of Heads Together, which is part of Mind. And I watched the films like, you've got Freddie Flintoff in it, Professor Green. There was uh, one, a news reporter whose daughter nearly died from eating disorders. And I just watched it on Facebook, Percy's wife, Claire, and put it on there, and I just fucking cried after work. And I'm like, fucking hell, maybe this is a charity. This shit. So we went down that route. Uh, Noel, who've mentioned his partner, works for NHS, and there's all these. And we ended up with Manchester Mind and realised that. So Mind, the, the big charity, doesn't fund all the provincial mines. Oh, uh, okay. So Manchester Mind is a separate, own cash, yeah, basically. independent charity that relies yeah. on these kind of projects. I didn't know that. Yeah, and so we were like, oh, well, we're based in Manchester. We'll do Manchester Mind, and they were like, just yeah, but it's we're not Mind, and that's never really made clear. I don't think. No. I don't know how that could be made clear, but it was a real eye-opener to how these independent. Someone moaned and went, yeah, but Manchester Mind doesn't give enough access, blah, blah, blah. I was like, do you realise they haven't necessarily got the resources? And people don't know that it's not an affiliation mm. of the, it sounds rubbish, but the London Mind. Yeah. You know, the, the bigger mind charity. And it's they're all struggling and working their asses off to support, you know, local people. People that need support. Yeah, and that's that was a real inspiration to go, oh, but then you don't want to think too deeply. You, you want to focus on the creative element because we've had meetings where we've heard statistics and that that's when you realise the gravity of the project. You're like, Absolutely. But you I mean, want to... What we're doing is, you know, it's minuscule, really. Yeah. But at least it's, you know... Like, yeah, something. as I, I said when I did, did my own thing with Calm, it was like the, the very fact I got a handful of strangers and a handful of friends that came out and, and talked about their varying degrees mm. of, of struggle was, was just on a human level was so empowering and wonderful. Great, you know, one of the biggest buzzes I'll ever have. It was just fantastic. So to me, that... That validates everything. So, I mean, if, it, if, if it changes one person's mindset, then you know, yeah. then it's done its job. I mean, the Twitter feed I mean? the other day. I mean, we're, I'm, we're neither of us are big on Twitter, are we? But yeah. I don't. I don't really look on Twitter. And I was round at Darren's studio yesterday and went, "Oh, yeah, I should probably have a look on Twitter." And just bombarded wow. with positive yeah. stuff about the talk we done. And I don't think we talk that well. <laughs> I certainly You don't. mumble and let me talk. <laughs> he purposely mumbles. So then I, don't I, then I talk. Mumble yeah. talk. Just and then I panic and fill the gaps and talk really loud and go, uh, uh. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, well, if I do this a lot, Chris will just talk out. for me. Yeah, 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 brilliant. Yeah. But I was like, did this go well? And then Twitter was just like, and I'm like, well, we're doing something positive, I think. Or we'll trying to do something positive through the craft we know. Yeah, true, yeah. true. However, means we can we can do. It, and if you know? that's if you can use your own skill set to do something that raises awareness, I guess. Yeah. So be it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to go and be a public speaker. Well, you're definitely not, and no, I'm no, not. You have to play to your character, don't you? you? Yeah. You have to. If you like, you say if you're a quiet natured person and you just let the work do the talking, that's yeah. fine. But if you're someone who likes getting up on a stage and and, and getting passionate about your message, that's awesome as well. It, it really just I think as long as you're honest about 
character and yeah. that, that whole thing. Yeah, it's all part of a, a mental struggle, that, that whole sort of not being able to get up and do well, things. Yeah, yeah. 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 I've really, really struggled with that, with that I, world. Yeah, yeah we're getting in both You just shy away from it, but it eats you up. Right? Well, it eats me up, you know, mm-hmm. it really does. Well, then sometimes when you get through it and do something that challenges <laughs> no, Darren's not, no. Yeah. no. So I used to, like, gigging, I mean, I'll be... When we perform on the 20th of the week, I'm going to be. But I build it up. It's like doing an exam that you haven't revised enough for. <laughs> I used to get so nervous at school about yeah. exams. And then I stopped and went, Why are you getting nervous? You can only do as good as you can. Yeah. And I've done gigs where I've built myself up, or I've gone backstage and just thrown up, mm. and then come out and just started playing the gig and was like, Why did I get so nervous? It's just a handful What's of that, people uh, in a little uh, venue. Yeah, it's about that. Getting into a certain character yeah. to allow you to yeah. perform in a certain yeah. manner. Well, my it? problem you know, was have an alter ego to be able to do. Well, then you things. said, well, what do you do to get into that character, vodka tonic? Yeah. And, <laughs> and then it, that's not sustainable. It's not. It's <laughs> well, not. it is, but you, it's not cool. Yeah, that's why I, I, I do a handful of talks at unis and colleges on design courses and. Um, I would say 1.5 beer is my optimum so that I'm not slowing yeah, my words yeah. or forgetting stuff but I'm, I take that edge off it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's shut now but I remember me and Noel years ago Let's playing you up a little bit. what was it called around the corner it's shut hasn't it recently uh, is that Odder it was Odder there around the corner that's right yeah and me and Noel played a gig in Odder this is like 10 years ago and I, we turned up on a Sunday evening and we'd been out the night before and we were a bit like felt, ugh, I just thought oh, I don't want to be playing this gig and I started getting a bit like jittery and nervous, and I just built it up in my head. And I, so I went, right, I'm not trying to, and this is not, well, this is about mental health, I guess, but I downed a lot of it, and not being a few double vodka tonics. And at the time, me, the way me and Noel worked, I, you know, I was, I was a one man band, and Noel's the cool dude with the long hair who played guitar and sang a bit. I love you for saying that, right? Well, he, uh, he knows he knows so he was like he used to get called the troubadour so yeah. he had a proper like I don't know he had such a look but then I would be the lead singer and like a stupid Tasmanian devil playing all these instruments and like kick drum <laughs> harmonica xylophone and this American band came up to us afterwards and he was like dude Totally, totally cool set man I was saying you won't be able to do that after a few beers and I was like I can't do it sober. Cause I, <laughs> and he went, what? I was like, I've had three double vodka tonics just to get into that zone. Yeah. But that's not sustainable. <laughs> you shouldn't no, be having not, to no. do that. Oh, Especially if you're gig, yeah. gigging six times a week. You know, yeah, like, well, that's when Marky yeah. Smith happens. Yeah. <laughs> that's when a lot of musicians happen. <laughs> but you know, like, yeah. Yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah, I can't, you won't be able to do that sober. You just I, think, I, you just, I always imagine, don't you, that there's this air of confidence about people because they're, they're getting all up there and they're doing it. Some, <laughs> them, some of them need that advice to be able to I think you know, I get up and a lot of people do. Yeah, yeah, uh, one, one that stands out in my memory from that, I'm sure I read a lot about uh, Norman Cook, Fat Boy Slim, he was, mm. I think he right. was, he was alcoholic at one point, but right, I know yeah. that he was, suffered badly with that from what I read and same thing, that was his way of coping with what it. What was he going to do is put a bloody record on, isn't that his plan? <laughs> <laughs> He's not playing yeah. instruments. <laughs> you didn't want to collaborate with him at any point, did you? Not anymore. <laughs> not how he gets nervous. No. <laughs> so where can, people, yeah. where can people connect the project then? Where, where, where can they buy the album and come and see the performance and, and the rest of it? Yeah, so well, the album, it's, well, it's a download, isn't it? But if you go on a 10th, 
your entrance fee is it nine pound? Yeah, or concession seven. Unless concession, yeah. unless yeah, you, you know, and all proceeds go to the charity. Yeah, all, all proceeds go to charity, but you turn up, you get a head in a box. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Don't I want to ask you about that? Yeah, and. Within that box, not a human head. It's not just a, human a little head. five centimeter sculpture. Tiny head. little sculpture that you've made. Yeah, first time I've I've really done that like that. So they look great. So I saw the image of them earlier. Oh, yeah, look, I like them. Good. Four hundred to go. Four hundred to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you really have got a mountain this project. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. So you get, a, you, get a, you get a box. Yeah. We... Sell this, Darren. Sell it. Come on. It's hard, isn't it? Because it's you know it. It's a head in a box. <laughs> you could, you know, it's coming nicely packaged. Yeah, marbled head. paper that uh, Jeff Smith have kindly sort of donated to the project. You get a lapel badge, the post. There's uh, a little lapel badge in there, which is the shape of, of the, the head form. It's so become the icon of the work, that, the profile yeah, of the head. The profile of it. What this featureless, expressionless face, because I, you know, I think a lot of mental health is featureless and expressionless because it's not being spoken about. So. Yeah. Mm. It's it's an internal sort of struggle, so mm. anybody can look yeah. alright unless, you know, you really sort of deep down. But yeah. you know, generally anybody can put a brave face on and no one would ever know. Yeah. So yeah. it needed to be really expressive. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So each one's gonna be individually painted. Marbled. Marbled, yeah. You get the download code. Download code will be in there. So it, one of five, there's 500 heads. So 250 available on the night. Yeah. Because the cinema only holds 250. The other 500 would only be available off. Oh, oh the other 250, yeah. So yeah, the yeah. other 250 yeah, yeah. will then be available. Well, we've got Either from various, the various of events that, that we're doing and from the website, I suppose. Yeah, there's going to be... So when you get the box on the night with the download code, it'll, you can visit our website, download... Download the music. There's going to be... We're going to try and tour the films. I wanna, I'm going to hold back, you know, and I, I'm going to try and put some effort into touting the films to some film festivals. Yeah. So, yeah, com. You'll see the head on there. And just go there. You can check us. You'll see the head. You'll see the head. Yeah, and... Uh, yeah, it's just nice to talk about it. It's been yeah. a year and a half. It's nice that Design Manchester got on, got on board with the project as well, you know. And yeah, and supporting it. Supporting part of their, part of their sort of roster, I suppose. Mm. Yeah, it's, uh, That's one thing about Manchester, isn't it? It's a, it's a good, supportive community. Yeah, if, community. if you're doing something good for the, for the right reasons, then well, people get on board. Yeah. You know? yeah. And especially with this, I mean, the amount of work we've put in, and then we approach... The guys, Fiona and Ben behind Design Manchester, I was like, Jack. we're doing that. Sorry. I always call him Ben. I know, yeah. Yeah, I always do. Um, <laughs> Fiona and John. But um, it was just the fact that we went with the project and went, we've done the hard work. Would you like to be involved in this? And it's mm. like, well, thankfully I said, yeah. And it, <laughs> it was, why wouldn't you say, yeah, it's, this is a really positive thing that is... Yeah. It has evolved, doesn't it? It's grown. Yeah, massively since from the birth of it. Yeah, yeah. you know, as, as we said, it's grown way bigger than. I mean, expected. the remixes on the album are great as well. I love yeah, the remixes. Yeah. Well, you will because you know it's. I don't have to listen you know, to music's me. It's been much. removed almost. Yeah. Years, you know. Yeah, it's a bit more. 
It's not as personal. Ste- step away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They'll have to listen to myself singing. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, um, I wish you every success with it. I think it's uh, inspi- it inspiring stuff, and, and the album's really, really brilliant. Yeah. Really quite. It's when be, we both hear it, gonna, it that's we'll going to be on. Yeah. <laughs> Is that's going to be getting a regular run out in the studio? That's for sure. That's so, fine. Yeah. Wonderful. So yeah. Big thank you to Chris and Darren for taking the time on the Friday afternoon to come down and have a beer and talk about all the things going on in their lives and about mental health, male, female. Um, you know, we all, I really do think we all have it to a degree, you know, uh, and, and there's that whole stigma of, oh, there's somebody worse than me, you know, there are worse problems in the world. Um, yeah, of course, perspective is healthy, it's important. If, it's, if that's a mechanism for making you feel better, um, then fantastic. But actually, it's, we all have our circumstantial lives and the things that trouble us within that are equally valid just to the next person. You know, there's not a rule that says we can't feel bad or we can't feel low just because someone else has got it worse. Because if that's the way it worked, then wouldn't there just be one person feeling down in the world? And that's kind of ridiculous. Well, you know so there we have it so I think it's about finding the vehicle that is right for your character to express yourself and I think we, we, we have a responsibility to, to put things out there and to help to facilitate people who might not know where to begin in finding like-minded people or ways that they can find something they're into and find enjoyment and belonging in a, you know, in a craft, in a cause, in a, in a society. I don't know what that is. It's, it's just difficult. And I was blessed with parents who gave, you know, gave me the floor. They let me do my thing. They never questioned why I drew or why I painted or why I had an antagonistic side as a teenager or anything like that. And I've always felt quite comfortable in getting things out there. And I, from the age of, you know, from mid-teens, I was blessed with a very honest, open, loving group of friends and I'm thankful for that to this day because it's something I've cherished and sought ever since and I have this broad network of people and there's always someone, no matter what mood I'm in, that I can pick up the phone to or go to a gig with, you know? And it just makes me sad that there are people without that. So I think uh, if everyone listening to this podcast can think about the people in their lives who may just need a shoulder, may just need someone to have a chat with, I don't know what it is, but we, you know, we all have busy lives and it's all too easy just to go home and watch Netflix sometimes. But I think... Um, it's good to push ourselves to pick up the phone to that person and just check in and let them know you care and, and, and say hello, you know. Uh, it's absolutely, absolutely pivotal and working out what's going on in the local community. So, you know, you hear about an event, you hear about something that sounds interesting, but you can't make it. Why not tell a mate? Why not? You know, how do we know that's not the space where they go down and make that friendship or meet that person and have a common cause and interest that just turns their life on its head? It can be that simple. It can be that small. So I get quite passionate about this stuff. So uh, apologies if it's a little stronger than the normal content for you guys. Uh, but uh, I care about it and I care about people's well-being and, and happiness. And I think in today's world... We're all distracted with the idea of success and money and uh, what we should be and, and having things and, and materialistic goods when when it comes down to it, I think you can be happy with very little to that end. Um, and it's about love and care and spending time with those people and talking and, and, and just human empathy. So, you know, the arts is a great place where I've always found that and that's why I tend to base the work that I do around creativity and, uh, and the emotional investment and the emotional um, benefits of artistic expression, you know. So 
Um, thank you for listening. Thank you so much to Chris Butler, Darren Newman. Thanks to Jane Crowther from GF Smith, um, who you can hear on the last episode. Thank you for her connection with Chris and Darren because these kind of link-ups can flourish and you don't know where they might lead. And I would love to work with We Are Willow down the line. Very excited to see where the project goes. Um, and please do get down to the night, two nights' time by the time this episode drops, um, down at home in Manchester. So I'm going to tweet about that stuff and share it a little earlier. You might have seen it on the social by the time this episode comes out. Uh, but get us your feedback, please, on social, at Arrest All Mimics, on all the usual channels, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, drop us an email, whatever, if you want to be more private, more intimate, that, that, that's fine. Always love to hear from listeners, love to hear thoughts and suggestions. And this is not a topic that's going to be confined to these episodes either. It's something that comes up time and time again in the conversations I have on the podcast, in all other different areas, and it's something that we'll continue to try and work with um, in many, many ways. So... Thank you so much for listening, guys. Thank you to the sponsors, illustrationweb.com, heartinternet.co.uk, and the wonderful association of illustrators. Cheers for listening. Please do go and give us a little review on iTunes if you get a chance. It's a big help. Um, I've put out a thing recently saying what platform do you get your podcasts on because we're now on Acast. uh, I believe we're on Google Play Music in the States. Um, trying to get on Spotify, but it's proven very, very difficult. I think they're quite selective about what they take on and they don't make it very easy to get on there. Um, SoundCloud, of course, dot com forward slash arrest or mimics the core host. Um, we're all over the place. Pod, uh, Podbean, they're all anyway. What Stitcher podcast if you want to listen offline. But let me know if I've missed anything out. Anyway, just putting a little call out there. I want to make it as easy for you to listen, as fun uh, and as simple as possible. So please do keep me updated. Uh, Design Manchester tickets now on sale for anyone who's up north or fancies coming up. Great lineup of events. I'm hoping to talk to Morag Myersko, who's going to be talking at the event, and she's uh, up for doing the podcast, I believe, which is very, very exciting. Some awesome guests coming up very soon. So it's exciting times for Wrestle Mix. Please do spread the word. Let me know if somebody you want to hear from. Let me know if you want to be on the show and if you're doing something cool, and I will check it out. Thank you, guys. That's enough for me. Uh, cheers for listening. Like I say, go and help a friend. Uh, it's important stuff. And cheers to We Are Willow for, for taking the time to do this. And please do go and get the album. It's absolutely fantastic. Nice one. Have a good week, guys. Uh, do something cool on World, Health, World Mental Health Day 2018. Lovely. Have a good week. Take care. <laughs>